And welcome to 3CR Radio. Um, this is the show Rotations, um, and I am here with Brendan Bonzac, um, and we are your hosts for today. Good morning, or afternoon. afternoon. <laughs> I'm so used to saying morning because I have a morning show. Ah, is that why? <laughs> I used to have a morning show too. And I slept in so much, it feels it like the morning. Feels, okay, yeah. good morning to Brendan. Good afternoon <laughs> to everyone else. It's morning somewhere. It is always morning somewhere. Um I'm just going to back announce that song that played. That was The Land of a Thousand Dances by Wilson Pickett. Um, and the reason that we played that song was we have a very interesting show planned for you today. And the theme of our show is hobbies and... Extraordinary passions. Extraordinary passions. Yeah. I was trying to... I remembered the word started with E. <laughs> <laughs> and I completely forgot that word. Extraordinary passions. And speaking of a thousand dances, we should... Uh, Acknowledge that we are on the land of the Wurundjeri people, uh, stolen land, and uh, pay our respects to elders past and present. So we're going to talk about all the different passions that people have had. We did some research into some really weird ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the dance one was interesting for me because, Brendan, was there ever a passion that you had when you were a kid that your parents didn't quite approve of? <laughs> hmm. I don't know if I should say them on air. Oh, okay. <laughs> that kind of passion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I did have uh, I did have a passion for uh, setting things on fire. Okay. Um, <laughs> so did I. <laughs> which is unfortunate because we did suffer a bushfire, but it wasn't anything to do with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> should you stop now? <laughs> I should you stop. Get yeah, accused yeah. Of I, I've never somewhere. done it since. Never done okay. it since. Okay. <laughs> and what was your passion that your parents didn't agree with? Well, I had always wanted to learn how to dance. I still do. I love, I love watching people dance. And that feeling you get in your chest where you're like, I just want to do that too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my, my parents wouldn't, well, my mom specifically would not let me. Uh, she viewed it as evil. Um, so when I left home and I came over here, the first thing I did for myself was actually enroll myself in dance school. Oh, go you. Yeah. And I loved <laughs> it and I still do. Um the next song that we're going to play is from, from a movie. I won't mention the movie, but it has exactly the same um, situation. Basically, uh, the grandmother had banned music from the house. Um, and But this little kid just loved, loved playing the guitar and loved singing. And you know that feeling where you just can't help it, no matter what people say, if you like something, you just <laughs> want to do it. It was that feeling. Um, anyway, so this song is called Un Poco Loco. It's very short. You'll probably recognize it because it's been used widely in memes. Um, <laughs> it's Un Poco Loco by Anthony Gonzalez. What color is the sky? Ay, mi amor, ay, mi amor. You tell me that it's red. Ay, mi amor, ay, mi amor. Where should I put my shoes? I'm your amor, I'm your amor. You say, put them on your head. I'm your amor, I'm your amor. You make me un poco loco, un poquititito loco. The way you keep me guessing, I'm nodding and I'm guessing. I'll count it as a blessing that I'm only un poco loco. Un poco loco, about wanting to follow your passion <laughs> and he wanting just, to just dance. followed it and sang that song. <laughs> yeah, that's um, uh, the character um, enjoys music and is yes. not allowed to. That's right. Um, the next song I'm going to play. The next song I'm going to play is uh, by Paul Robeson, who I uh, who was very passionate about music, um, but the, I have this on vinyl. It's called St. Louis Blues. But the reason I thought of this and the theme is because uh, a while ago I was at a recycling centre and I was throwing some old boxes away and I came across some people 
who had a, car, a boot full of books, old books, and they were just hurling them into this pit. Hurling. Hurling. Mm. They were hurling them. That's another strange passion, that the, the uh, sport of hurling. <laughs> this isn't about that. Anyway, they were hurling these books in, and I said, what are you doing? Give them to me. And I rescued them, and I took them home and kept some and distributed some to op shops and different people and that sort of thing. But then they said, oh, we're moving our dad, who uh, is a passionate collector of things, from his big house in Preston to a one-bedroom nursing home, and we don't know what to do with the staff. So they gave me the address of the house, and I went around, and I came back with boxes and boxes of old records and cassettes and DVDs, <laughs> many of which I've given away, but I, a lot of it was classical music and those, you know, and things like Beatles hits on the piano accordion, that type of thing. But this one I really like. It's a nice solid record from the 60s. It's even in mono and it's a bit scratchy, but it gives you the authentic feeling. Uh, so this is St. Louis Blues by Paul Robeson. Just go to St. Louis, 
says you can win her back. I love my honey till the day I die. Stay tuned in to 3CR Community Radio. You're tuned to Rotations on 3CR 855 AM. My name is Brendan. I'm here with Celine. Hello. And we're doing a theme of hobbies and extraordinary passions. <laughs> and we just heard a record uh, that I rescued from the landfill <laughs> from a person who collected a lot of records. Obviously had a big passion for music. Uh, and that reminded me of a... Um, a story of someone who was uh, much more famous than this old man in Preston called um, um, uh, Marion Stokes, I think, in the United States. Uh, Marion Stokes was a television producer and activist in the USA. Um, and her, apart from her activism and her television producing, she became famous because she archived hundreds and hundreds of thousands of hours of television on VHS tapes at her house. So how did she do that? Did she have like 10 TVs or you need a lot of TVs? Yeah, she had about eight or 10 TVs and she had, you know, VHS players hooked up to them and she would just all day, they would put in a VHS tape, record for three hours, switch it over and they'd have all the channels all around the house and she used to like store the cassette tapes all around the house and then when they ran out of room there she would hire she would rent apartments to store cassettes and then she'd rent storage units what? by the time she died she did all this from 1977 to 2012 she was still doing it when she was dying um even when new channels came on yeah she'd have to still record i don't know those. if she collected every channel but yeah but she, she wouldn't be able to do anything else like how would she hold on a job like you would just be at home like wildly ejecting (laughs) (laughs) she did uh, as she got older she hired a a helper okay to do that yeah imagine being that helper you'd be so good yeah (laughs) but before that it was her family who did it yeah and they would plan their their trips you know if they were going out somewhere they would plan they'd have to plan their trips around getting back in time to switch over the tapes (laughs) so yeah. Um, How so did that's, you hear about her? I remember reading it okay. somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. So that's like 30, 35 years of TV. Um, over 70,000 tapes. I wonder if it's ever come in handy for anyone. It's very entertaining. You know the Internet Archive? Yeah. Well, they're digitizing it. So it was donated really? after her death. The collection was donated to them. And uh, they're they're digitizing it now. So you can go back and you can watch this stuff you know, like old ads for digital watches from the 1980s. And uh, actually, I think I read that the Sandy Hook massacre was the thing that was on TV that they were recording when she died. So she was, she would have seen a lot of history in all that time. Yeah, wow. And all being captured. I mean, that's a lot of um, PhD material right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a song that's kind of loosely related. This is a, um, a song called Video Store. Uh, 
by Juan Alban. Uh, nice little pop tune for your Sunday afternoon. Video store. Video. Just like a video. You never really know whether it's finished or not, do you? <laughs> or th- whether there's something at the end. <laughs> like that. Yeah. The Easter egg at the end of the video. Do you remember video stores? I do. I do a little bit. I remember being quite excited to get all the old Disney movies on VHS. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember them. Like, you know, they came out when I was a little kid. And the choice was just diabolical. You know, because. Stacks of them. Yeah. And you're only allowed to choose one. (laughs) My mum only let us choose one. So it was just like torture, really. And you watched that one over and over again. Yeah. And if it was bad, you just had to watch the bad one over and over again. And it's funny, like when you're a kid, you you keep uh, you keep choosing the same thing over again, <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> TV's a bit like that. It's a bit repetitive, isn't it? It's like soap operas. Lo- love telenovelas. 
<laughs> in the Philippines, it's a really big thing. So everyone just bonds over um, whatever telenovela is showing at the time. It's a, it, it is it is a hobby or a, an extraordinary passion. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it. I, I was actually um, saying to Brendan earlier that I miss um, when everyone used to watch the same TV show on the same night and then the next day everyone would be talking about it. Um, that did happen with Game of Thrones, um, which I kind of enjoyed. It would come out, the episode would come out Monday yeah. night and everyone would be talking about it the next day. It was great. Um, but now that we have Netflix and all of these other um, programs, it's really hard to get everyone on the same topic unless everyone starts watching the same thing on Netflix. So I do miss that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a song uh, called Bold and the Beautiful by The Drugs. And they talk about this this specific phenomenon of like everyone just really watching something and loving it and sharing it. Um, yeah, here it is. It's called, it's called the bold and the beautiful. <laughs>
The Yuruk Justice Commission is the first formal truth-telling inquiry into injustice experienced by First Peoples in Victoria. From Monday, February 27 to Friday, March 10, Yuruk is holding public hearings with First Peoples witnesses who have experienced injustice in the child protection and criminal justice systems. You can watch the hearings online or make a submission at yurukjusticecommission.org. A 3CR supporter. Welcome back to Rotations. Um, I'm here with Brendan Bunzak. My name's Celine Yap. Um, that song that was just playing was Bold and the Beautiful by the Drugs. Uh, <laughs> by the Drugs. That was funny. That that brought back childhood memories. My mum was a watched the Bold and the Beautiful. Did she? Mm-hmm. So you, meaning you watched the Bold and the Beautiful? Not really, you, but Brendan. I think you kind of just can't avoid it because it's on. It's funny how you kind of. You know, you only need to see little bits and you still can string the, <laughs> the, the narrative story. together. <laughs> you know who's who? Yeah. That's good. Um, the next song we've got um, is by Ender Kenny, uh, who is a fantastic live performer. He's one of like the most well-known folk um, musicians we have around town um, and very entertaining. I remember hearing this song for the first time and being so completely entertained by this. Um, I'm going to say that it is about camping because we're talking about hobbies. Yeah. Yeah, it's about camping. But, yeah. <laughs> it's about camping and the activities you get up to when you're camping. Mm, yes, correct. Um, this song is called Nariel Creek by Ender Kenny. I lost an eye in Nariel Creek It couldn't be found though we searched for a week over it now was a long time ago. If you were to look at me, you'd never know. <laughs> Even if you look closely, you still couldn't tell. Most people tell me I'm looking quite well. But I'm not kidding you, I wouldn't lie.
it's fun Although an eye is worth only one I've still got eight more But it's not the same Keep out of the water If Scrabble's your game And carefully fill it Your yabbies and trout You never know My eye might pop out You can bring enough shampoos To last you a week Stay out of that creek Cause I lost an eye in Burial Creek It couldn't be found Though we searched for a week I'm over it now It was a long time ago If you were to look at me You'd never know What do you do when they meet like that? was Narrow Creek by Ender Kenny and I fooled you guys it wasn't about camping it was actually about Scrabble <laughs> <laughs> which is a game and a hobby that people take quite seriously sometimes. I'm wondering if there's little groups that go out to Narrow Creek just looking for that eye. We should. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah we'll look for the eye. We'll give it back to well you know what my friend did actually she bought Ender Kenny a Scrabble eye on a pin. <laughs> And she gave it to him as a gift. Yeah, it was great. He loved it. Um, speaking about weird um, uh, passions, um, I when, when I was at TAFE, uh, there was a, a person who used to bring in dragon books all the time and talk about dragons to anyone uh, who would listen to him. Um, and I think at the time we were quite young. We were trying to be cool. So no one wanted very much to be caught talking to him for very long um, and we had to go on a camp that involved about three a three-hour drive <laughs> sitting on a bus and no one wanted to sit next to this person on the bus but my good friend John who was a very kind person sat next to him and said tell me all about your dragons hmm. <laughs> which is very nice and so he sat there for three hours and listened to everything that this person had to tell him about dragons and I thought it was very sweet so and probably learnt a lot about dragons, I would imagine. Yeah, now, as mm. I'm older and less uh, worried about being cool all the time, um, I would actually be quite interested to know. <laughs> and I'm sorry that, but, you know, you learn and you grow and you become a better person. Thank you, John, for showing people that it's good to be kind. Um, anyway, this is the Dragon Song um, by Bonnie Prince Billy. Go north, go north with wings on your feet Go north with the wind where the three rivers meet There's a clearing of sorts in a circle of trees Where the wild constellations shine one, two, and three Look all around you and see Deep in the forest their dragons will be 
They come from the earth, yes, they come from the stone. The icy cold north, that's where they call home. Go where the mountain kisses the sea. Better be brave, far braver than me. Look all around you and see. Deep in the forest, their dragons will be. If a dragon should find you, you might ought to run. No one has lived through such a run in not one. So if you hear a roar, goodness sake, leave them be. Up where you find them, wild and free. Look all around you and see. Deep in the forest, their dragons will be. Look all around you. Was the Dragon Song by Bonnie Prince Billy? There be dragons. Yeah. Do you <laughs> believe in dragons? Of course, I believe in dragons. Why wouldn't you believe in dragons? They're magnificent. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of uh, Mary Anning. Remember Mary Anning? She was a, uh, a fossil collector, which is a very unusual hobby, I think. Especially for the time that she. Especially for the time. Mm-hmm. She was like, we're talking about the early 1800s. Um, and and being a female too. Yes, that's right. <laughs> practically unheard of. Um, she was a bone collector and a um, geologist, uh, and I suppose you could say paleontologist too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she wasn't taken very seriously by the scientific establishment at the time. In fact, she used to collect the fossils, and she wasn't. She you know they didn't have much money. Her family didn't have much money. Um, she used to like, you know, clean them up and classify them and, and sell them. And then male scientists would come along and write papers about them and make themselves famous at the Royal Geological Society and give her no credit whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, it was a struggle for her. But she discovered the first ichthyosaur. Ixth- How do you say that? I don't know. But at the time they would have thought, ah, it's just a crocodile or it's a monster or it's a dragon, something like that. Um, you know, this is like 50 years before Origin of the Species was written. Um, yeah, and she died still quite poor, but she did get some recognition towards the end, but nowhere near enough, and was never admitted to the Royal Geological Society by virtue of being a woman. That's so upsetting. Imagine living in those times. Well, as a woman, it would be yeah. horrible not being able to participate in something like that. But she still did the work, and we have her legacy now. So this is a song by Iona Iona Lane. It's a hard thing to say. Iona Lane. (laughs) About Mary Anning. Begins with a storm 
Poor child who's struck by lightning Nothing special to show this world She will explore and make her name Taught by her father There's stones to crack and bones to track So search the sands near the harbour They sold their curiosity placed an inspiration of what she might one day become a woman of knowledge and independence with books her path has now begun out on her own in clear defiance helped by four-legged company on earth an ancient ocean Discovery to be met with the boundaries of society. Mm-hmm. 
That was Mary Anning by Iona Lane about the the should-have-been famous fossil collector. Thank you for finding that. I, I love that story and I love that song. That was a, that was a very good find for our topic. Um, speaking about our topic, uh, extraordinary interests and passions. Did you know that in the town of Sandwich in Kent, there is a bell? It's called the Curfew Bell at St. Peter's Church. It's also referred to as the 8pm Pig Bell. You heard about this? Uh, no, I, in fact, I didn't even know there was a town called Sandwich. <laughs> it's where the Earl of Sandwich came from. Oh, right, okay. Who, made, who asked for sandwiches a lot, apparently. <laughs> um, anyway, the, the pig bell was used, is, is used as a sign to put animals to bed and cover the fire. I mean, I, I, I shouldn't say is used, was used. It's <laughs> more correct there. Anyway, to ring the bell, you have to put your name on a waiting list. And you sometimes wait for years. Now, recently, I've had the great pleasure of making the acquaintance of a fine gentleman named David Silk, who had put his name on the list and had been waiting for years. Um, to four get years? No, four. no, for many years. Oh, for I many would years. say, like, I, I can't remember how many years, but it was a lot in many years. <laughs> <laughs> and he just got, he, he, it became his turn, I think, at the end of last year. And he was so excited about it. And he's actually sent me a video of, <laughs> of him playing, um, playing the bells, which I want to share with you guys. So I'm going to see if this works. I'm going to play it off my phone. And he's still going. <laughs> For the listeners, we're looking at a, a man in a stone building with a, a beanie and some sort of weather jacket. Very enthusiastically pulling a, a, bell. a bell rope. Yeah, he, so he rings it every Thursday, every Thursday at 8 p.m. And I think he has to ring it for 10 minutes or oh, something, wow. something like that. He loves it. Um, and someone makes him sandwiches, I hope. I hope so. I hope so. He deserves it because it, it seems quite difficult, actually. It doesn't seem quite easy. It looked easy. difficult. Yeah. It looked like a lot of effort was being put into that <laughs> back-breaking work. That's yeah. right. Who knew? Who knew it, would take, <laughs> it was that much effort to ring a bell? Um, so we've, uh, I picked a song for him about bells ringing. Uh, here we are. It's Bells Are Ringing in the Churchyard by the Weeping Willows. Bells are ringing in the churchyard. Who knows why they ring today? Are the angels bringing us sunshine to drive the darkness away? Why the rain? 
Welcome back. That was Bells Are Ringing in the Churchyard by the Weeping Willows. It was a great song. It was a great song. Sweet song. Love Sweet that. song. Was it sweet? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's more of a murder ballad, <laughs> if you listened very closely. We should remind people to subscribe to 3CR. Uh, we need subscribers. Do we? Yeah, we need people to We do. Uh, pledge some money. And, and what have you promised? Eternal youth. It, yeah, I have promised eternal youth yeah, in the past. Yeah. Uh, when I look at myself in the mirror, because I'm a regular subscriber, I don't know if it's actually working, but... It's working. Yeah. You still look I exactly the same. I feel young. I yeah. feel young. Yeah. I look exactly the same too, I've been told. So <laughs> clearly it's working. Exactly the same as me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got for us next? Well, I was just thinking uh, bells in the churchyard reminded me of bells ringing out in the pokies venue when you... When you have a win. That's a good stretch. Not that I would know because I don't play the pokies. But um, sure. pokies is a... Well, I don't actually. <laughs> um, pokies is a very unfortunate hobby, but a hobby all the same. Um, and this is a song by the Taylor Project, which is a local band. Uh, and it's called At the Pokies Pub.
clocks Swirls in the carpet handbag Straps on strangers' shoulders Don't leave your kids in That was the Taylor Project with At the Pokies Pub. This is 3CR Community Radio, 855 AM. Uh, my name's Brendan and I'm here with Celine. It's nearly the end of the show. What? <laughs> that went pretty quickly. I know. We flew through all those hobbies and extraordinary passions. Do you think we should do another one before we go out? Yes, I think so. We have time for just one more. Um, so one of the weirdest ones that I found on the internet was herding ducks. Have you heard about that? Herding ducks? <laughs> it's become a really big thing. And they now have like corporate events where people just go and herd ducks. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, like you get, a, you get your little bunch of ducks and then you try and herd them in some kind of direction. Mm-hmm. There's also another, another duck thing where you race little rubber ducks down the river <laughs> or down some body of water. <laughs> anyway. That's my lead-in for uh, this song called Diving Duck Blues uh, by Taj Mahal. Um, Thank you for spending time with us today. Yes, thank you. Stay tuned for Queering the Air.
yeah, if you're listening in and looking for a hobby, I hope you find found yourself something good. <laughs> Diving. I was a diving duck if the river was whiskey, baby. 